Hi, everyone, and welcome to RX Rounds, a podcast that focuses on health education in the Caribbean community. I am your host, Alondra Mitchell. Welcome back to RX Rounds, everyone. Whenever you think of a chiropractor in the Caribbean, you think of someone who is going to help you realign the spine or maybe give a massage. But there is so much more to the role of chiropractors in chiropractic medicine. And today we are talking to a certified functional medicine doctor and chiropractor, Dr. Jude Alcide. He's gonna bring us an introduction to chiropractic medicine. How are you doing, Dr. Jude? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, yeah, so I'm Dr. Jude Alcide. I am a board-certified chiropractor um, and founder of a startup called HousecallSpineDoctor.com uh, based in Florida. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So tell us about your Caribbean background. Where are you from? Yeah, so I'm, I'm Haitian-American, so my family's from Haiti. I was actually born in the States, but I always joke around saying uh, say that I grew up in Haiti because the first language that I learned was Creole. So I had to learn English in school, just like an individual learn English in school if they're born in their country. So I'm not sure if it's still called this, but I, I, I was an Esau. So it's like English speaking, I forget what the abbreviation is, but um, yeah. So basically I learned English in school and I just grew up around, you know, a lot of Haitians. And uh, as of right now, I don't, I don't, Feel like I have an accent, but I used to have an accent when I was younger, um, uh, speaking English. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Like being able to take your language to other places. Do you use it now in your practice? Absolutely. So right now I am the chiropractic medical director at a multidiscipline practice in Miami in Little Haiti. And majority of the time and throughout the day I'm only speaking Creole so um, English is definitely um, I would say like two percent of the time if I'm if I'm speaking English is just because maybe I don't know the the word in Creole <laughs> so uh, yeah so like all day every day Monday through Friday uh, on the weekends I, I I speak more English because my wife she's Jamaican and she she knows a little bit of Creole and it's only for me and I'm not sure if that's the best source but she knows a little bit <laughs> my daughter's learning a little bit too so. oh that's great yeah so doc you have a very interesting background because I know you came from being a physical therapist assistant and now you're mm-hmm. a chiropractor so kind of tell us what the training is required what training is required and certifications mm-hmm. and things like that yeah that's a great question um, so I'll, I'll, I'll focus on the chiropractic first, and then I'll kind of tell you my journey. So as a chiropractor in the States, in the United States, you, you know, need a bachelor's. You don't necessarily need to, you know, declare a certain, like, track. It's just like medical school, how medical school, you don't necessarily need uh, to be a pre-med major. You just need to make sure when you're in college and your bachelor's that you've taken all the required sciences. So that, that's kind of the same. Um, the only thing that's not the same is that for chiropractors or for chiropractic school, you don't need to take an MCAT, um, GRE, or, you know, some schools have different um, requirements, but for the most part, it's, you know, some type of graduate um, exam. 
And then from there, you apply, you uh, interview, um, and then you hopefully get accepted. And then most pra- more, more, most programs actually are three to four years, and it's super extensive. Like my, my program was four years of curriculum jammed into three years and a quarter. So I didn't have semesters. We had quarters. And each quarter, you did at least about like 25 to 27 credits. So it was a full-time job. You know, it's a, it's a sacrifice. So thankfully, I was able to, um, you know, get some financial aid. But I was also working as a, a physical therapist assistant as well. Um, and I'll talk about that soon. Is You know, basically on the weekends, I would actually be in the nursing homes uh, doing rehab. And I, I did that before chiropractic. I, I've been doing it since... 2007 so over 13 years or so um and so a lot of times people like because I'm a chiropractor people assume I just went the traditional route bachelor's and then you know went to chiropractic school and then became a licensed chiropractor I actually I in a way have three careers that I've done (laughs) so (laughs) back in 2005 I started the PTA program graduated that and um 2007 and was able to pass the boards get licensed july of 2007 in that time actually transferred to a four-year university to get a bachelor's in athletic training so sports medicine so you know a pt assistant athletic trainer sports medicine is basically pt rehab for athletes so yeah so you know, I was a certified athletic trainer. From there, by the grace of God and from just God placing me in the right position and the right time, I was able to lock down a job at the University of Florida as a clinician. And so there, I was able to work on campus and in the infirmary doing rehab to, you know, PhD students, grad students, employees, and all that. Um, I did that for three years, and then I decided I wanted to go to chiropractic school. And um, I applied, got in, started it from there, went through chiropractic school. After that, I decided I want to go to practice on my own right out of school. And I moved back to Gainesville. And by the grace of God, I was able to, you know, get rehired by the University of Florida as a professor as well. Um, and so, you know, before where I was a clinician, you know, I was doing more treatment. I was actually now teaching at my college that I graduated from in athletic training. So I, I taught physiology. Um, so I taught all the pre-med, pre-pharmacy, pre-everything, medical students. Um, and then I also was teaching uh, prevention and care of athletic injuries. So that's basically like another athletic training class. And so I'm in my sixth year of being a chiropractic physician. I, while I was in school, I started a functional medicine um, post-grad curriculum and I was able to finish it as I got licensed. And so my practice consists of your, you know, typical musculoskeletal uh, chiropractic care, but I also use a, uh, a functional medicine approach. And what functional medicine is for people who don't know is it's an approach to healthcare that focuses on the root cause of certain um, chronic diseases for the most part. So let's say diabetes is a good example. As a functional medicine provider, um, we 
recognize that there are drugs that may need to be taken and you know the allopathic side needs to make sure that the the a1c is at a right you know level uh, but as a functional medicine approach we're actually trying to work with what like for me for instance like chiropractors we in florida we can't prescribe or make any re- recommendations for a prescription but we work co-manage with the doctor that can and so mm-hmm. my goal a lot of times with that diabetic patient is to talk to them transparently like hey you know we need to make sure we have a partnership with the doctor who prescribed this to know that we are making lifestyle changes to maybe decrease you know the dosage on the metformin or whatever so you know that's just one example but there's a lot of different things that functional medicine does for the most part we use uh functional diagnostic testing to to determine certain patterns that an allopathic physician would would just say you know oh you're in a normal range so you're fine and they wait until you get into the outer range and then you have issues that are now being shown, right? So as a functional medicine approach, we're actually looking at an optimal range, which tend to be the normal ranges, but we start seeing patterns early and we try to take care of it sooner than later. Wow, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So you talk a little bit about your what you do as a chiropractor. Um, you're in yeah. the musculoskeletal space, the functional medicine space, but tell us in like a broad perspective, what is chiropractic medicine? Yeah, so yeah, chiropractic medicine, it's an approach uh, to healthcare that relies on the body's uh, innate capacity to heal itself. So um, the body's been healing itself for centuries, right? So that's mm-hmm. what we're just promoting. As chiropractors, we emphasize a, a holistic approach to health and wellness and by, you know, by maintaining the body's optimum structure and uh, promoting healthy lifestyle. Um, so who might benefit from a chiropractor? Everyone can benefit from seeing a chiropractor. <laughs> you got to smile. The short answer. answer. Right? That's the short answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So because everyone can benefit from primary health care too. So as a, because chiropractors, when, and so a lot of times people hear primary health care provider, they think of a prescribing physician, right? So Mm-hmm. What truly a primary care health care provider is is a is a provider who does not require a referral, right? So right. you do not require a referral to see me. Um, and chiropractors, we can help people to achieve optimal health and stay healthy, prevent disease, and manage chronic disease uh, for you know longevity and better quality of life. So we we you know what I tend to tell people is like you know you go to the dentist all the time to get your teeth checked, but When's the last time you got your spine checked? Mm. You know, that's where all the nerves and nerves come out of your spine. They control your, your whole body. Um, that along with the endocrine system, um, you know, dealing with hormones and whatnot. So, you know, everyone, everyone can see a chiropractor. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people don't know that there are a lot of areas or aspects that the chiropractor de- deals with, you know, like the wellness yeah. care, the coaching, pain management. Yep. You talked yes. about functional medicine. All of these areas are you know, some of the things that a chiropractor can help or assist you with. Correct. Absolutely. So it's a pandemic. I mean, folks are still trying to figure out how they're going to move around and how they're going to change their lifestyles per se. Mm -hmm. What can a chiropractor do to help individuals in this pandemic? Yeah, that's very true. Um, this pandemic's been super hard for a lot of people, um, not just healthcare providers, but just uh, people in general. So you'll, you'll see people now working from home. So now there's increase in 
posture problems like ergonomics because maybe in their office they had you know the proper setup but now they have to work at a a kitchen table yeah kitchen (laughs) table there you go yeah example kitchen table that happens all the time and so what i recommend and i'm sure a lot of chiropractors recommend is being able to uh utilize what you have at the house to make your work environment more conducive for better posture so you may have to Mm -hmm grab a few textbooks or if you have in the house to prop up your laptop so your head can be up facing the, mm-hmm. the screen and not down for six to seven hours a day because just that will affect the posterior muscle uh, neck muscles and cause you to have headaches cause you to have neck pain shoulder pain shoulder pain um back pain you know mm-hmm. so um exercises like you know being able to work the posture muscles so the posture muscles are uh mostly in the back right so in the in the posterior side of your body um and what what uh chiropractors what we tend to preach is you know making sure we're using the muscles efficiently so a lot of times people don't realize when they have their shoulders forward um like rolled forward the muscles in the back actually work extra hard so now you're using more energy and that's why you get more tired uh, people feel exhausted because they're just sitting for a long period of time, but don't realize their muscles in the back are trying to work their best to keep up the spine. So what I try to tend, uh, tend to tell people, especially in the pandemic time, is to work on these postural muscles, work on the rhomboids, the mid-back muscles, to strengthen those and to, to, to make sure you're keeping your, your shoulder blades together and chest out if you can and, you know, just basically do what your mom and dad told you to do when you're younger <laughs> sit, up, sit straight, up straight you know, <laughs> you know? like in creole yeah. we say you're cold you're cold that means fix your body <laughs> ah, i like that yeah yeah so <laughs> a lot of um elective surgeries as well are being postponed you know a lot of folks who have chronic pain are looking for other ways to kind of alleviate pain what are sure. some suggestions for that oh so it really depends. Um, of course, there's, there are certain stretches that you can do. It really depends. Because of elective surgeries being postponed, you have people who have to wait a little longer to get things done. So in the meantime, they will need to definitely utilize what they have around them in their community. So I tend to encourage people to find if you can if during a pandemic if you have a pool a community pool area or if you have a pool in your house that's even better mm-hmm. uh getting in there um while i was at uf doing as a clinician i actually did like half my time was in the pool with patients doing uh physical therapy in the pool so aquatic therapy so um all the needs that i saw in the pre we call it prehab so this prehab where it's rehab before the surgery and then there's rehab, which is, you know, after the surgery. So prehab would be getting in the pool. Um, you know, the water being at your nipple line is about 30% of your weight. And as you get more out of the water, it's about 50% at the belly button. So I'll tend to tell people like, you know, wow, you, you know, especially in this pandemic, while you wait for surgeries, uh, get in the pool if you can. And uh, the buoyancy helps with taking the pressure off the joints and you're able to do a lot more in the water. And when people get out of the water, they realize, wow, you know, I feel much better. Um, although it doesn't last that long because, you know, the body remembers <laughs> and yeah. goes right back, but it does help. It's like little by little, it helps. So, 
definitely that. That's great. Did I answer the question? Yeah. So trying to trying to use aquatic therapy, some sort of exercises in the pool, maybe other general exercises will be helpful as well. Uh, Stretching you mentioned. So yes, Yes. those are some great techniques. Yes. You focus on busting some of the myths associated in healthcare on our podcast. And Mm -hmm. a lot of folks don't talk about chiropractors and what they do. So do you have any myths or misconceptions about um, just being a chiropractor or some of the things that are associated with chiropractic medicine? Yeah, the the first one I will address, and it's the one that tends to, and I hope I'm not rehashing things and it's probably died off and people don't think of that anymore. But um, for for decades, they've been talk about, oh, chiropractors aren't real doctors. They're just quacks, mm. you know? No, yeah. we're real doctors. And we undergo <laughs> like extensive training, like in science, health, and in the human body. Not only that, uh, there's also evidence-based research to support uh, the clinical effectiveness of chiropractic care. So, mm-hmm. you know, people who say that tend to not really look well into matters. And yeah, I'm generalizing, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it like, you ain't looked into anything. You just take it for it. Whoever told you that, you're just carrying that over to your mind. So if, if you're listening to me right now, you need to look well into matters before you make judgments. Okay. And that's, that's my little two cents. And then, um, you know, there's one that that's good too. Like the the chiropractors only do spine adjustments. Um, yeah, we adjust the spine, but essentially we manipulate all joints, whether in the spine or other parts of the body, like the arms, legs, and even ribs, you know, the ribs have joints that connect Mm -hmm. to the spine. People don't realize that. And, and, you know, the access to primary care, we order labs, just like the medical doctors, the osteopathic doctors, we order labs. Um, we, we diagnose diseases. We, we treat patients. We're not, we're not massage therapists. That's one thing too. A lot of times people think we're <laughs> massage therapists. Oh, I want a massage. I'm like, go find your massage therapist. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of times, you know, and maybe that's the fault of the chiropractor. We don't explain to patients enough what we're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's a charge to us, like really explain what we're doing when we're you know, touching or palpating certain areas on the patient. Um, you know, the only thing that, dif- like the difference that happens with a chiropractor and a, let's say a medical doctor or a physical therapist is that we're able to basically do everything except surgery. Um, and in some states, they can deliver babies, right? So in, in school, we learn how to deliver babies. It's just you got to recognize what regulations your state allows you to do. So I think in Oregon, chiropractors can deliver babies. Um, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, uh, do uh, sensitive exams, like gynecological exams, uh, you know, breast exams, things like that. We learn all that in school. Actually, when I was doing my schooling, I, like I was telling you, the functional medicine, uh, the curriculum I was doing, I actually would, on the weekends, reinforce what I learned in school with actual real models. So I've done a gynecological exam. I've done a rectal prostate exam. I've done a breast sensitive exam. And that's just extra stuff that I did because I I wanted to learn it, you know, on a real person and not on plastic models, which is what we did in school. Um, Although I'm not using it in practice, I haven't, I have not yet done a, a, a digital exam on a, uh, a, a male for prostate. I haven't done it in practice, but I know a little bit of how to do it. And I know it takes a lot of patients to detect what the prostate feels like when it has an abnormality. Um, but at least I know the, the foundation of it. Um, 
but uh, you know, there's a lot of things. And then lastly, the, the 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 chiropractor versus the physical therapist. There's that's one myth that we're the same and do the same thing. Um, first, and I know you guys may know this now, like PTs right now are not PCTs or physicians. Um, so they need a referring physician to see patients and PTs focus on stretches and exercises to improve, you know, patient mo- mobility. And while, you know, chiropractors, we utilize the same PT technique in our practice. Our main focus is adjustments to help the body heal itself. That's it. Point blank. That's an awesome breakdown. I think that's definitely going to help people put things into perspective. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if anybody has any questions, they can reach out to me seriously. Cause I've, I've you know, like part of my schooling um, and teaching was like mentoring people and giving them the right answer. Like I, like I said earlier, like looking well into matters. Like I was guilty of when I was in PT and this is like an extension of my story. When I was in PT, I didn't, I didn't think chiropractors were real doctors either. I was actually in that same field. Like, oh, I can't, you know, I wanna be a chiropractor. What really changed my view was when I had a patient at the clinic at UF at the University of Florida, who I was treating for months Um, for low back pain and she was a PhD student so you know she was doing a lot of sitting and all that stuff so I was able to treat her she was getting better whatever but she left for the summer and during that time she went to New York her 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 home base was New York and she saw her childhood chiropractor like the chiropractor that she went to when she was a kid she came back and was like Jude I have zero pain I haven't had this in years like and I'm like what happened what you do it's like I went to my chiropractor's like what and so that's when everything was sparked. I was like, okay, I need to stop messing around. I need to see what this chiropractic stuff is about. And through my research and just talking to that other chiropractors, I was able to say, you know what, this is it. And so, you know, I'm thankful for that moment. I think that was just like a divine, um, you know, experience that's caused a ripple of effects that is benefiting not just me and my family, but other people that I come, come across. So it's been great. Yeah, because it seems like all of your occupations kind of led you here right you know you're doing the physical therapy then athletic Absolutely. training so it was all roads lead to chiropractic yeah. medicine so yeah yeah absolutely so tell folks where they can find you what platforms are you on how can they reach out all right so i am honestly <laughs> this right now so we're talking in 2021 i'm not sure when this is going to be heard but right now clubhouse is hot <laughs> and <laughs> And if, if people don't know what Clubhouse is, it's a pretty new platform that is allowing people to join together in a unique way and exchange information. Um, I, it's, I can't even explain how great this platform is because um, just imagine you going to a conference, right? And they're just like these high quality providers and you know you're just trying to talk to them and you know there's a lot of people trying to talk to them but now there's a there's an app (laughs) that you can just sign on to and literally just talk to a person that you have admired and you know read their publications and all that right without even talking to a secretary talking to a gatekeeper just directly ask that question to that person and get an answer um that's and to me that's how i use clubhouse that it's it's basically the platform that I've been leaning into. I am also on Instagram, also on Facebook, also on LinkedIn. But as of right now, I've been just leaning into Clubhouse. And uh, one of the things that I've uh, learned from like, I guess I would call them Clubhouse mentors is that 
you want to take people off Clubhouse to be able to contact them and, and just be truly transparent. Like I met you through Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I honestly, I've done a few podcasts before, but this has been the most organic way, in my opinion, to have a podcast done. And I, I have another podcast that I met through Clubhouse next month, uh, uh, next week, the same way. So I, like I said, I'm leaning into Clubhouse. So if you're not on Clubhouse, you, you might want to get it's right now invitation only. And if you don't have an iPhone, because it is only iPhone right now, you know, go buy iPhone. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so also too, there's um I like right now I've actually you know I, I have a number that I basically people can text me directly. So if if you want a pretty quick response, I, I would say you text this number nine five four seven five eight nine five two seven. Once again, it's nine five four seven five eight. 9527 uh that's a direct text to me and it's it's the best way to to get an answer quick now i do have to give this disclaimer that i do not give any type of consultation or treatment over these you know platforms just because i do need to protect my license so absolutely um, you know it's just 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 that <laughs> yeah that's it definitely well, thank you so much, Dr. Alcide. I think this was a great conversation. Folks are getting an introduction yeah. to chiropractic medicine, and I'm sure a lot of folks are going to have a lot more questions for us. So I Absolutely. hope we keep in touch and we can bring you back yes. again. Will do. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. This was awesome. Thank you. This podcast represents the professional opinion of RX Rounds and its wellness partners. Our content is created for informational purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for direct personal and professional medical care or diagnosis. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding your medical needs. If you enjoyed this episode, visit RX Rounds on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. And we'll see you next round on RX Rounds.